right now on Source Pages. I'm back, and we're back talking more Moon Knight comics because Kanshu demands it. But first... After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shh. It's time for the podcast. Welcome back, fellow Moon and Knights. Actually, no, I'm not going to call them Moon and Knights because those are the bad guys from Aquafine Hunger Force, but you get the gist. <laughs> I'm Brian B. Klein. And I'm Haley Hobbs. Haley Hobbs is back. Yes, I am. <laughs> Thanks we for letting a- me have a week off. Well, you deserve it. You went out and <laughs> what? Visited your family and got sick? <laughs> yeah, not uh, related necessarily, but yeah, my brother came back from Seattle. I haven't seen him in two years, so that was awesome. And then Consequently, I did get sick because um, we were burning fields and pastures here in Kansas, which is, if you don't know what it is, it's it's a whole thing that dates back to even like the Native Americans used to burn the prairie to stimulate growth in the next mm-hmm. uh, spring. So we drove through all the burning on our way home and it just really got to me and you can still hear it's a little, it's still a little icky, but uh, at least I'm here and I'm upright and I can do this tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, we we missed you last week. Todd and I had fun talking about the, the Star Wars High Republic, and I figured it was one of those things that was just uh, a spur of the moment type. We didn't know what we were going to do. I was planning on having just some of my friends on and talking about you know comics. I actually put out some to my Star Wars, quote unquote, the Super Friends group chat I'm in. I'm like, hey, how many guys out there read comics? 
And some of them were like, I'll read back issues of like this, or I read the funny pages in the newspaper, but I'm like, (laughs) all right. That almost counts. (laughs) Almost counts. Not enough to have a very, you know, like in deep conversation of comics. About Marmaduke or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Family circus. So by then Todd mentioned, you know, he brought up in just a chat about if I had finished reading the High Republic or caught up. And I said, yeah, pretty much. And so we talked and I'm like, listen, what are you doing Monday night? It's where it, the genesis of that was from. And, you know, I think it was pretty, I've had people say, you know, it's, it's a, we were very basic on it. We weren't going to yeah. go too deep. We're, we gave away a lot of the big points, but there's also a lot of room in there to allow you to go and enjoy it because it is, it starts off kind of not slow, but confusing because like we mentioned they introduce so many characters but once you start reading i mean and that's what i'm doing now is i finished the first adult novel and the junior novel or young readers novel and have read five of the comics and it makes more sense because you know you're visualizing when you see the comics the characters and it's not like each of the characters have very unique names well, they sort of do, but it's sort of like as soon as you hear Balzettifar, you know what that guy looks like. You, Lord and Greatstorm has a certain look, and mm-hmm. all the main characters do. And so now when you hear them, you're not also going like, which one is that? So it's it, it helps. Yeah, it's and kind also- of a nice thing that they did it that way so that you can, because the characters in Star Wars are so diversely created, you have mm-hmm. an image that way in your head. Like, oh, this is this character, and that reminds me of you know, Jabba the Hutt or whatever. Right. And they do a good job with the novels by saying they always mention their species. And then that way you can go on Wikipedia and look it up. But anyways, that's for another time. We are talking (laughs) about Marvel, but first we will, and I missed it last week, but that was because it was sort of like a, you know, it's a very special episode. Reminded me of those shows back in the 80s. And that's also my job and you forgot, right? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) You know, it was the first time a very special episode didn't involve someone getting in trouble with the law or taking drugs or something. Because that was always like when you watched a very (laughs) special episodes of, yeah, different strokes. It's because Dudley found a gun or smoked a cigarette or something. It's like, (laughs) oh my God, you got to intervene. So uh, we- The 80s were a whole other time. (laughs) I know. Yes, and I- Lived through them too. (laughs) Born in the 70s, raised in the 80s. But what about one of them glowing five-star Apple podcast reviews? Indeed. This one comes from Definitely Ish, and they say, I am admittedly a late fan of the MCU, and this show is such a delightful supplement to the new content Marvel has been producing. Also love to hear Haley's input in particular, as female input has been noticeably lacking in comic commentary. Little personal plug, I love it. Yeah, Trailblazer here. <laughs> More Moon Knight comics. And I think with, I'm just saying this right now, that I the, the show is, it's actually, I had high expectations from it being one of my favorite characters. I was looking forward to it also because Oscar Isaac is a phenomenal actor. Mm-hmm. But everything I've seen so far has exceeded even what I thought was going to happen, especially the yeah. end of that third episode where it's just like, you know, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Kanshu, you know, is gone for now. He, you know, yeah. Mark slash Steven slash Jake. Who knows what the third Maybe. personality is? They don't have the, I mean, they're going to have the same abilities they had to an extent. I mean, they're not going to be able to summon the suits and they won't be able to have the healing power. So that would make it basically make, I think, Steven a little less 
valuable he's brain power. He's got that. But I also loved in that last episode where he decides to keep the, the Mr. Knight suit on fighting. And then all of a sudden he gets stabbed yeah. twice by Spears. He's like, take the suit, take it back, take it's it back. Take, it, take, take over. Yes, and there's like zero hesitation. He doesn't like get stabbed and wait and then say it. He gets stabbed. Is like, nope. <laughs> I watched that episode three times. It's so good. Oh, I know. I love it. And we, we had a great time. I mean, if you guys haven't been checking us out on the Midnight Moon Night, then check that out. Even if you just watch it later, it's always dropped on YouTube and the MCU cast feed. We get a quick, you know, 20, 25 minute, you know, just our initial reaction to the episode because we record it right after we watch it in the middle of the night. This week's going to be a little bit later, but so far we've done two to three like right away. So, but what we are talking about here is... We've been doing, it seems like, between here and the other shows, we do a lot of Jason Aaron comics. I think he's kind of like maybe the king over there at Marvel right now. He's been, maybe you in know, the last yeah. Decade. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't even touched yet on his Doctor Strange run. I know. You know, speaking of and that. And he does some wild and wacky stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. I mean, he did the, the stuff in Thor. I mean, he was the one that, you know, we're seeing it now, the Mighty Thor with Jane yep. Foster. If you haven't seen the trailer for Love and Thunder dropped today, the oh first teaser trailer. So excited. It was so it was sort of just like the first minute of it. it's not long. It's was sort of just like, oh Thor, okay, he's deciding what he's gonna do. He's, you know, being peaceful. He that scene where Star Lord's like, just look at the people you love and <laughs> Thor just comes back in the frame and he's like, not me. It's like, oh I'm sorry, I was just trying to listen. But then at the end you see the reformed Mjolnir coming to yeah. the hands of Jane Foster, who, by the way, mm-hmm. is swole. Yeah, she, she got, got some ripped. But <laughs> Natalie, what is the number of your trainer? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, yeah, it's called Hollywood, you know. Okay, darn. <laughs> it's Are you Mar- saying it's unattainable? <laughs> it's called Marvel, or it's called, yeah, I mean, it's probably hitting the gym for two or three hours a day. I did wonder, when did he get two blue eyes again? Did I forget something from Endgame? I don't know. We'll have I, to ask, okay, we're going to get an explanation then. We'll have to ask our friend Ryan Doe's from the the Across the Bifrost podcast, which covers Thor comics. And he also just dropped a new podcast where they cover, I think they're basically covering the Jason Aaron, Doctor Strange run and a yeah, lot of I the Doctor so, Strange too. stuff too. So check about that and or check the feeds. And I think yeah, we'll it's probably called Podcast check. Supreme. And I think it's yes. going to be part of a podcast series with a friend of his called Comics College, which sounds super fun. Yes, sounds cool because, like I said, we're uh, anything that Jason Aaron's been doing lately has been excellent, including this run, which is from the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes, which is the current run still. It was issues 33 through 37, first released on May 27th, 2020. So if you think about that, this was the first issue that was probably released after they took a couple months off when the pandemic hit. And the first one you get is Age of Conchu Part 1. Boom. Moon Knight versus the Avengers. Like, yeah. <laughs> hello. Written by Jason Aaron. And the guys that were in charge of drawing it are Javier Garon and Jason Keith. Basically, this is how we start. Moon Knight, Mark Spector, is in Kunlun, which is where Danny Rand and Iron Fist, that's their like secret city. And he is there because he is seeking the Iron Fist. And so Danny shows up and he's like, hey, bud, what's up? You know, they're having a conversation and he's like, I seek the Iron Fist. And he's like, yeah, I know I'm here. What's going on? And he's like, no, I seek the Iron Fist. No. Okay. What do you want to do? <laughs> You're so looking start- at him. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Let's talk, buddy. 
and they so they exchange a couple punches, which is kind of cool in this whole series when they're doing that, especially between Black Panther when he's in it and Moon Knight and Iron Fist. They have the names for all their punches and kicks and moves and stuff they're doing. And it's really cool because it just shows how diverse and how talented these guys are. Yeah. But it's pretty much most of the times the fighting in this first part, it's, it's a little bit of a stalemate-ish because it's, they're, they're pretty much equal. So Danny is trying to talk to Mark to try to calm him down because he sort of sees what he's doing here. And Mark insists that he's like, no, I am in my right mind. I, am, I need the iron fist. And he's like, you're not going to get it. So he pulls out this Ankh and he basically seems to suck the iron fist right out of Danny. And now he has it in this Ankh, puts it around his neck. And now he's got, he's a, what the iron fist of Kanshu now. Right. So it's like, oh, he's gaining powers here. So, I'd like to talk about the main issue that permeates this run. And as a person with a master's degree in communication, big communication breakdown here. Yes. <laughs> it's it, like the big beat of this run <laughs> it's sort of just like yeah there is i mean a lot of it has to do with the bottom line of what mark is trying to accomplish with why he's doing what he's doing speaking of communication there's going to be a couple issues that when i was writing it i'm going this is going to be hard to try to describe because it's going yeah. like now two weeks ago and then now 10 minutes from now and then back to now and they're trying to explain what's going on. And it's just like, this is going to be yes. really well. I think I figured out a way to do it, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> but first after that, so now he goes to the Sanctum Sanctorum in Greenwich Village. And he's Mr. Knight. And he's attacking Dr. Strange with his mummy horde. And he tells Dr. Strange that tonight is the biggest supermoon in a million years. And that you never stood a chance. And even <laughs> then, Dr. Strange is like, chance for what? What are you trying to do here? That's what I'm and talking then, about. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, okay. And he's like, oh no, Mark, what have you done? It is just, you could pretty much see that he basically pulls out another Ankh and sucks the Sorcerer Supreme out of Dr. Strange. And now he's <laughs> the Sorcerer Supreme Iron Fist of Kanshu. <laughs> so, so, so then he is in Hill Rock Heights, East LA. And Robbie Reyes, who is the current ghostwriter there, Wakes up and he feels just like crap. And he's going like, oh man, I got to get out to the Hell Charger. And you notice the Hell Charger, which is his vehicle. If you guys have watched <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he was in, that was the Ghost Rider that was portrayed in there. He is, <laughs> the, the car is just gone. And Mr. Knight stole it and he's driving it. So now he's the Spirit of Vengeance, Sorcerer Supreme, Iron Fist of Kanshu. <laughs> It's a mouthful. <laughs> it is a mouthful. Basically, we're just going to call him, you know, he's the Moon Knight that's got all the, the, the powers coming to him. Jack Next thing Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, getting, he's getting OP right now. Yeah, just you a go little. To, just a little bit. I mean, that's he, it's going to serve a purpose, and I could see his point for it, but it's sort of just like the ways and means about how you went about it were wrong. It doesn't yeah. justify it, but we'll see. Wakanda. T'Challa is talking with Cap, and... Moon Knight is there with an army of his Kanchu followers and T'Challa tells Cap, you got to protect the star child. I think this story, even though it's self-contained, there's a lot of stuff beforehand that you might want to just, once you read this first issue, maybe just do a quick search on the Marvel wiki to be like, what's this character? Who's this? Yeah. Cause there's some brand, a lot of brand new things in here. Mm -hmm. And even so much so that after this ended, 
I started reading, kept writing the run, reading the uh-huh. run because it's it ends in a way that you're just like, okay, cool, but okay, I want to read more. Sort of like how right. the Jeff Lemire run ended, just like didn't end on a like a note didn't that resolve. Resolved. It was in a finale type thing. It didn't resolve. Yeah. It it sort of did, but then it also left a lot more questions. So back to T'Challa, he says, use all of Avengers Mountain to do so. The Avengers are yours. So I'm assuming at this time, this is when T'Challa was in charge of the Avengers and he pretty much gave him back to Tony because at this time, you know, Ghost Rider and Doctor Strange and Iron Fist are part of the Avengers. So I think he's just going after all of the Avengers powers to take them to accumulate all these powers. And he says, whatever you do to us, do not come to Wakanda. And Mark is talking to him and he's like, listen, I don't want war. I just want this to be peaceful. I need the, the I need the power of the Panther, and so he takes the Ankh out the same way he's done the other times, and it doesn't work. And T'Challa is just like, listen, my power is in my blood. It's not something that you could just take from me because it is part of who I am. And then he's just like, listen, okay, you know what? That's fine. Take me to your God. <laughs> then they switch over to Thor. And he is flying and he's heading back to Midgard. And now he is on the moon and Moon Knight's there. Of course, you know, the Moon Knight, Moon. Oh, yeah. It's all coming together. (laughs) This is one of the runs where they show, and they haven't really shown this much in the TV show, is that Khonshu gets a lot of his power from Moonlight, from there being the moon. Which is, you'll see here in a second how, you know, just. The, the means that he has to go to to you know make sure that happens. So now Moon Knight is wearing all three of the Ankhs. So he's got the power of Iron Fist and Spirit of Vengeance and Doctor Strange. And Thor throws Mjolnir at him to try to, you know, because that's what Thor does. And Moon Knight just halts it in the midair and it won't go back to Thor. Thor's acting all, you know, what the hell is going on here? And Moon's <laughs> like, now you got to remember that Mjolnir is made out of the element Uru which is basically moon rock. So how can now, <laughs> yeah, he has control over it. They've mentioned that before that Uru is made from really old primordial stone and rock. And so the fact is, if you look at the earth's history and the moon and the, the, the collision and all that stuff, that it's just like, well, that's the same thing as what moon rock is. So yeah, it is a very easy plot device, but makes sense, I guess. We love plot devices. Yes. You know, as long <laughs> as, long as the, the typical tropes that we've seen, though, just the bad guys or the main characters just blowing stuff up while they're there doesn't really take effect. <laughs> but what does happen is Moon Knight summons moons from all over the galaxies as far <laughs> as the eye of Akamoto can see. And they all like crash into Thor. Poor so, Thor. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> all over the place. And. They're all standing there and Thor is pretty much just like, this is his prison now. So yeah. now we've got all the guys. We've got Mark Spector, the Moon Knight. We got Stephen Grant, the Moon Knight. We got Jake Lockley, the Mr. Knight, which is a little bit different than what we saw in the Lemire run and what yeah. we're seeing in the TV show. But it's all, it's all relative anyway. And he cannot break the Panther. They mentioned something about the Phoenix and they're like, the Phoenix is not available at the moment. Because the Phoenix, if they gave him the power of the Phoenix right now, it would just be like game over. So we've got to at least have a couple issues in this run. (laughs) This is when he goes, now the real work can begin. My name is Moon Knight, the fist of Khonshu, Earth's mightiest hero. 
Earth's last hope against the devil. And then Kanchu is like, I approve. Let's go save the world. <laughs> da, 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 da. Which leads right into issue 34, which is called the Fist of Vengeance. We flash back to a couple weeks ago in Egypt at the, I don't know my Egyptology, if it's Theban or Theban necropolis. It's one of the necropolises in, in Egypt. And Moon Knight is fighting with a bunch of Kanchu's followers there. He knows that they conjured Kanchu back into this world, and he's just going like, what is wrong with you? I took so many steps to keep him away. Why are you bringing him back? I don't want him back. I want him. So I'm assuming that after we see a lot of, and I'm, I'm assuming, I know, but I'm assuming for the people that only read what we've discussed so far, that he ended up, was able to rid himself of Kanchu, which he did. He is being called a betrayer. He is being called just, you know, a heathen. Why are you doing this? And he's like, listen, I had visions of the Council of Red and the Infinity Requiem, which I don't know if that's a thing, but it just sounds cool. It does sound cool. The Infinity Requiem. I mean, anything that has... Badass album name. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the name of our next album. (laughs) (laughs) The Infinity Requiem, part one. Mark is also thinking, listen, these could be all tricks in my mind. And... Mark just does not want Kanchu here, but he is getting weak from his visions and he wants Spectre to kill, quote unquote, kill him before, quote unquote, he comes. And who is that person who he, it was the, basically the whole reason why Kanchu has, you know, got Mark to get all of these powers. Who is coming? Mephisto. Come on down. (laughs) Mephisto confirmed. (laughs) So we go to Las Vegas, the Hotel Inferno. Of course. (laughs) Perfect. We didn't go there in December. (laughs) No, exactly. I don't know if that's really your place. It might be, unless you're a member of like the Hellfire Club or something, but (laughs) Moon Knight and Kanshu go there to visit Mephisto and he is imprisoned in a cell that Dr. Strange put him in. And he is having this, like supposedly it looks like it's like his last dinner or something, but he's this Mephisto and he's like, yeah, you can't do anything to me. And he's eating. What do you say? He goes, I have to I like eating the meat when it's fresh because you could still feel and taste like the torture and the, and the pain. Eating a soul, but it looks like yeah. a re- rare steak. Yeah. It was gross. I don't know. <laughs> right. So Moon Knight lets him go. And as you do. As you do. And he's like, I know that you've been behind a bunch of dark events that have been happening all over the world recently, and I'm here to stop it. And Mephisto's like, You just let me go out of this prison. How are you supposed to stop this? And all of a sudden, here comes Mjolnir with the three onks like strapped to the front of it and just goes right <laughs> through Mephisto's chest and makes a Mjolnir sized hole right it's in the middle so nasty. of it. It kills him, it just destroys Mephisto. And what he does is that he's going to take the power that he has and he has to disperse of all of Mephisto's remains. But Kanchu says, you know what? That's not going to be the end of Mephisto because his Mephisto is through all space and time. We should find out later that, yeah, you could kill one Mephisto, but there's always more. We know about the multiverse and stuff like that. So, and that's an underlying theme of this too, is that Kanchu is just scared of Mephisto. He is just like, that's why he's doing all these things that he can to stop Mephisto from coming and basically just wreaking havoc. So Mark's like, what more will you have me do? And in a 
strictly right out of end credit scene of, I think it was Thor the Dark World, when Thanos is just like, fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah. Kanchu goes, nothing, my fist. I'll do it. And he summons <laughs> Mjolnir, and now he has it. And so now all of those powers that Mark had are given to Kanchu. So now we go to... Was that the end of the issue? Or is it the... No, he starts using his powers to reshape the oh, world. Yeah. Okay, so we go... It's two weeks later. And we are in New Thebes City, which used to be Manhattan. And he says, Welcome to the Age of Kanshu. The mummy army guys are sort of like the police there now. They're the law enforcement. And it was funny because there was one scene where they attack and they arrest Spider-Man. That's like yeah. his brief one panel cameo in this thing. And he's just yeah. like three or four of them have him like cornered in a room and he's in the corner and he's just like, nah, no, you know, I can't do this. <laughs> and it's always night because that way the moons, all those moons that are in the sky are powering Kanchu now. And Thor is still, you know, up there. And they said, you trapped of, inside the moons, <laughs> trapped inside between the moons. And you could sort of hear his, the like, there's a faint something noise that you could hear going on there. We go to Wakanda. The child is all chained up. And Kanchu's followers are tormenting him. And Kanchu really needs the spirit of the panther. And he's just like, I I can't give this to you. It's part of me. If it's not in me and I'm dead, it's not going to be. So basically, it's not going to be any good. And Kanchu just doesn't believe him. And Mark arrives. And he's like, Black Panther, you must give Kanchu the secret of the Black Panther to save the world. And he calls him a crazy fool. And he's like, listen. <laughs> I'm not crazy. I'm controlled. I can see all these cosmic horrors that are going on right now. And he's just like, nope, that was Mephisto. But he wasn't working alone. Come join us. And it's like, no, 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 I can't. But you have to see that this isn't right. This is just Khonshu's trying to lust for power, which again is what it looks like on what Khonshu and what Moon Knight aren't doing it's sort of that classic thing of where the bad guys, if they're really into what they're doing, they don't think what they're doing is wrong. Right. And Kanshu and Moon Knight are saying, listen, we're doing this to stop a bigger threat. You're right. not helping us. You're, if you're not, it's that you're not old, with us, you're against us. Exactly. You know, only Sith steal in absolutes, but Obi-Wan, that's an absolute itself. So, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> Mark's just like, listen, I saw the Avengers and I saw the worlds get destroyed. There is no other way than what we're doing now. And he goes, my faith in Kanshu is far from being blind. I didn't, but I didn't give him all the powers because he still has the spirit of vengeance. They're sitting there. T'Challa is just like, fine, I'm done with this. And he, he breaks his chains. So yeah, it's like, oh, he's you been holding back. <laughs> just like, all right, I'm done. So <laughs> then we go to the Sahara Desert where we get to see the first time the star brand child. It was just, just basically like this little 18 month old kid, baby being, baby. yeah, being cared for by <laughs> Captain Marvel and Iron Man. And he's just like, it's like I, what, not a good thing. <laughs> no, but it also reminded me of a line from Endgame where Tony's like, yep, here we are. And I won't say which one, but one of us just crapped our pants. So, <laughs> 
We go to the next issue, which is 35, which actually has a really cool title to this book. It's called You Don't Beat the Devil by Being an Angel. <laughs> you know, fight fire with fire, you know, my enemy and my enemy, my type thing. We go back to one million years ago, and there are, I would assume that this is sort of like the, I don't even know what would be one million years ago, Australopithecus or... Homo, I don't know. Whichever one of the the, it's not it's it's not an ape. It's more of a you know it's a human ancestor ish. It's yeah, it's it's not human. Maybe Homo habilis, Homo erectus, one of those ones. But it is like a one of the first moon knights because he has the moon on his chest and he's got a glowing weapon and he's fighting these ancient Avenger looking. I think they call them celestials. But they are yeah. all representations of the current Avengers in there. You see, like a one that is the Sorcerer Supreme at that time, and a Thor one, and you know, Black Panther and Iron Fist and the Spirit of Vengeance type thing. So it was a really cool one shot scene where it is like we've been doing this. This fight's been going on for millions of years. So yeah. what are you going to do? So now we go back to New Thebes City, and Kanchu is sitting there on his throne just pontificating he's talking to Mjolnir like he's gonna it's a very one-sided conversation and that happens a lot though yeah that's that's the Mjolnir's way there's like a dog you just talk to it. yeah you, talk you don't to expect him. a response no. it's just good to get it out yeah it's just what like one-sided venting therapy there so the acolytes tell him that there is still resistance out there but the mummies and the moon-powered pyramids are arising at strategic ley lines across the planet. If anyone knows what or doesn't know what ley lines are, they're pretty much like they're actual lines on the planet that have stronger magnetic forces and stronger. It's just it's just the way that the whole with our iron core and the magnetic field, it's just a stronger force there. They're ley lines. And that's ley lines. And that's sort of like where things sort of happen. There's one that's in the Atlantic Ocean near Bermuda. Hence the Bermuda Triangle, where they think that it just could be a lot of stuff that is explained, but it's there's no evidence of it. So mm-hmm. it's unexplainable type stuff. So I'm obsessed with the Bermuda Triangle. I've watched yeah. all the documentaries about it. <laughs> is that where um uh what was the guy that robbed the plane and jumped out with the two hundred thousand dollars? DB DB Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's where DB Cooper lives now. He there. lives on an island in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> so Kanshu is still seeing his these horrific visions, and his main goal now is that he has to find the star brand child, or the Earth is going to die. And then all of a sudden, uh, Pirate Mephisto just shows up. Oh, I thought it was Cowboy Mephisto. <laughs> was it Cowboy Mephisto? Well, Cowboy Mephisto comes. This it was one kind has of a more bit of both. <laughs> it sort of was like yeah, because he had like that pirate like looking revolvers. cowboy hat. And yeah, so it's like uh, maybe like a Jack Jack Sparrow type. It was amazing. <laughs> one of that. I mean, I'm not spoiling anything for people here. One of many Mephisto that come to try to stop Kachu. Yes. Like he predicted that there are many across space and time. He is the Marvel's version of the devil. So it's not like you're just going to be able to kill him once and just be done with him. <laughs> we cut to the first time we get to see the remaining Avengers that are around that aren't with the child or haven't had their powers taken. And that is Captain America blade and Jennifer Walters. And they are 
on motorcycles, well, at least Captain Blade are, and they have eyes on this thing called the Moon Train. They are in position to attack it. Jennifer just sits there and she hulks out. They take out the train and the Conchus disciples that are on there basically are just like, oh, we're done. You know, <laughs> they get up immediately. Ha- yeah. <laughs> like have what you want. Smartly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Because they know that there's this like, you know, fight or flight thing kicks in and just like, yeah, we're not getting paid enough for it's this crap. <laughs> no. So there are three sarcophagi on there that have in them. Who's in them? Danny, Dr. Yep. Strange and Robbie. Yep. So the three guys that had their powers taken that are, you know, contained in those onks that now Kanju has, although no, um, Mark still has the onk for Robbie Reyes Robbie? because he yeah. is the ghostwriter. And that's when they find out that Thor is buried in the sky. And when you hear that, it's like, I don't know if I ever heard. Yeah, they're like, where's Thor? The and they're like, uh, he, he's up there. He's fine. <laughs> he's buried in the sky up in those big moons. Very little there. concern for him. <laughs> no. He's just, you know, they had to introduce him, but that's the thing too, is like if he's in store, a lot of times when he's in stories, it's just like, he's just going to take over and win. So (laughs) you have to find a way to contain him, to keep him out of the element until he's needed to be like the finishing blow. But the three people, they want to take them to like Manhattan general or whatever, because they need to find Dr. Jane Foster because they're going to, she's going to help them with uh, getting these guys because they're all. All three of the guys, Danny, Stephen, and Robbie, are unconscious. Mm-hmm. Tony and Carol now have the baby super weapon, is what they're calling it, because yeah. it's just a a baby. They explained, I think, in this issue, the star brand is a cosmic entity, sort of like the Phoenix Force or whatever that just happened to latch on and to attach to this 18-month-old baby. Like, <laughs> What do you expect for it to do at this time? It doesn't have like cognitive thinking yet, or maybe it's just that he was going to sit there and chill out for a bit to let it grow up and let incubate. him- Incubate. <laughs> yeah, incubate a bit, but I mean, that's not the main focal point of the story, so they never <laughs> did that. But they start talking that- uh, Mar- <laughs> Tony never trusted Mark because he always wore too much white. It's like no person <laughs> in their right mind wears that much white. Especially and, after Labor Day. <laughs> especially after Labor Day and especially a person that fights crime at night. But it's even said multiple times and even in this issue or this run that he wears white because he wants to see the people. That he wants them to see him coming. So you see a lot of, I mean, actually, if that's the case, he should have worn like neon orange or something. Yeah. That, like day glow, bunch of day glow colors, but. Besides the point, yeah. Um, they get into this really cool philosophical debate about what the Avengers are. Tony's like, listen, some guys say this, but the Avengers are not a family. This is a job. This is not a thing that you sit there and you have vacations with and Christmas with. It's like you're there, you do your job, you get too attached. It's going to be hurtful when something bad happens. But that is just the way it is. I mean, that's Tony being very pragmatic thinking. And even if it is a little blunt, that's just the way he thinks. And then we also find out too, that Tony went to the past and that Starbrand's legacy is over a million years old in a sense. So I think that may tie into a bit. It doesn't in this run to that, thing at the beginning of this issue when there were one million years in the past with that uh, ancient moon knight fighting the celestial Avengers or whatever you want to call them. So 
they they start having a conversation about parenting and they're like, what are we going to call this star brand child? And what is Carol? Carol's like, let's call her Brandy star. Like, uh, that's a little right on the nose, isn't it? Like, what else you want to call her? It's a, if she it's was a, a soap opera star in the eighties. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that was so good. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden Moon Knight shows up with the Hell Charger and he's, you know, the Ghost Rider powers and everything. And he grabs Carol and just like yanks her into this gaping abyss that is the trunk or is at least <laughs> trying to. And he's there like, I want the kid. And Mark mentions Mephisto and it sort of like puts Tony into a trance. Yeah. And he's just like, he's about ready to give the kid to Mark where Carol breaks free and basically starts flying away. And Tony's like, take that kid as far away from Kanchu and as far away from this planet as possible. This is not, not going to be good for him, her, anyone. If that kid gets into the wrong hands. And so now, um, they flash back to Kanchu who is now he, he is still fighting Mephisto's. This is like the Mephisto, like Shogun warrior or something that he's fighting now. And, he goes and says, listen, I need more power. I can't keep doing this. He's going to keep coming. I'm not going to be able to stop this. And all of a sudden, Black Panther, who had escaped his chains from Wakanda at the end of last issue, shows up here. And he's like, listen, one of us is going to break today. And it will not be the Black Panther. Dun, dun, dun. End of the issue. I just mm-hmm. dabbed. I don't know why I did that. It's an audio podcast. but if It was anyone, a great visual. I just did yeah. a dab there. So. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of course, at the end of that one, issue... 36th, the penultimate issue. 
Take it hits shot, us everybody. Ag- <laughs> yeah, it hits us again because it's got the freaking tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, because it nice happened. Too. It's just like this is. It seems like we're doing so many runs that take place in 2020, and we see this Chadwick yeah. Boseman, and it still hits you every time you're watching it go or reading it going. Man, it's he's gone. Especially I mean, with Black Panther two coming out this year. Yeah, and how how just not fitting but sort of ironic it was that 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 happened at the beginning of the issue where the end of the last issue was him saying one of us is going to die yeah you know so you first before you see what happens with this it's the chadwick boseman tribute so if you guys happen to see this and i'm sure if you're reading it along with this go check out the the beginning of issue 36 and it's a it's a very moving like two-page little just tribute to Chadwick Boseman and everything. If you didn't already know what just what how great of a human he was, let alone being an actor, it's just we really did lose an incredible person when he you know yeah. he succumbed to cancer. But this was the issue that is kind of tough to describe. It's called Moons of Fire, Stars of Blood, Panthers of Black. And the time frames are earlier now. Later, earlier, now, again, earlier, now. So basically, it's just, it's them trying to figure out. Yeah, it's sort of just like, oh, my God, here's what's happening. And then they show you something of why it started to happen. So earlier, Mark is going, it opens up with him saying, what the hell am I doing? I am praying to the wrong God. So then we go and Mark and um, Moon Knight and Black Panther are fighting at the Fita Kanshu there. And he's just like, I am not your enemy. Flashback to earlier. He's just like, who are you? You T'Challa? Because Mark is there with a... He's on a moon. He's he's, in space. Yes, he's in space. He has a... Someone that comes up and tells that he's the one that told him that he is praying to the wrong god. Mark Spector was. It's a hooded looking figure. So we flash back to now and they keep fighting and T'Challa is kept, keeps calling him Mark. And he's like, stop using my name. Like, you know me. Yeah. And I'm thinking they do because they're both members of the Avengers or were at least. And so they know who these people are. That might just be Mark going his little DID kicking in. And then earlier, I'm just calling this person now because the way that he described things is that he is a, he's gotta be a watcher. Or someone that knows the events of a long time and doesn't get involved. It's sort of, he looks like it could be one of the, um, what is the Bast? The god that Black Panther, like that he's the, Bast is the god that Black Panther, you know, worships and is the the leader. Patron god. Right. And so he tells him in no uncertain words to pray to the person that is the devourer of worlds, which I just wrote. Yeah. He wants him to pray to Galactus. What? I know. No, it was a nice misdirect. (laughs) That was just like, what's going on here? And so, especially because we know that as the thing that we'll find out later, what he actually means. So now they keep, um, they come back to the present time and black Panther tells him that Wakanda can help him. They have, very good medical facilities that help with the disorder he has. And Mark, you can just see he's just not having any of this. And 
T'Challa right then confronts Khonshu and he's just like, not, not going to do anything. So Khonshu throws Mjolnir at him. And <laughs> again, this is like the second time in this thing that happens is where the Mjolnir just doesn't do what it's supposed to do. Very fickle Mjolnir. Mew right. Mew is. <laughs> Mew Mew, because the Panther's king's blood knows Mjolnir, and they've known each other for a very long time. And so Kanchu has the power over the Uru, but not the spirit of the storm that dwells inside Mjolnir, which is what uh, T'Challa has. So now we're back to the now part, and Moon Knight shows up, and... Kanchu just is like, screw this. I'll be out of here. So he's like, I'm going to go find a child. I'm going to go find a star brand. <laughs> and Mark is sort of losing his mind now a little bit because he is mistaking Black Panther thinking it's Mephisto. Right. And they're fighting and they're just, he's at that point And then all of a sudden something clicks and he's just like, oh, you're not Mephisto. What am I doing here? We got to stop Kanchu. We can't let him find this child. So, I thought this was a cool little name drop too, because another one of my uh, favorite comics that hasn't really gotten much of a name yet, but I think it probably could is Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight is pretty much like the Canadian Avengers, right? <laughs> I mean, they're because they're Avengers type things, and it's in Canada. Sometimes, yeah. um, what's Logan is part of it, so because they decide that they're going to Tony and Carol and the Star Child are up in space, and he's like, listen. Take the, the the Alpha Flight has a safe house near the Martian ice caps. You know, conveniently located on Mars. Of course. You know, you know, go and um, just take her there. Take the Star Brand child there for safety. Elon Musk helped them. Yeah, <laughs> he got him out in the space there. <laughs> <laughs> in that time, somehow, I guess Kanshu must have gotten the Spirit of Vengeance because he shows up as the Ghost Rider dude and ensnares Tony. And now Carol can't leave either, but now all of a sudden the star brand child is starting to get, you know, agitated and hip to what's going on. (laughs) And her hands just start like glowing, like she's going full binary, like Carol does. But stronger because Carol can't control her. No. Or move her. We cut over to Blade, Cap, and She-Hulk, and they're trying to find T'Challa. And Robbie. Robbie's there. well, Well, Robbie shows up and he's like, I got an ambulance. Like, because he was supposed to go to the hospital. To, he did. You know, yeah, he did. And he stole an ambulance. And um, they're sitting there and they're like, we got to do something. And we cut over to Mark and he's like, okay, I can't do anything to Chala right now. I got to finish my prayer. And I'm thinking like, okay, this has to go back to the thing with the bass. Was it Black Panther or was it what Galactus? Is Galactus going to show up? And um, T'Challa won't help him do it. And now he sort of has to feel, I don't know if he has to knock him, he has to get knocked out or feel the pain. So Mark just starts punching himself in the face. Yeah. You know, to the fist get of Kanchu is using the fist of Kanchu on the fist of Kanchu. <laughs> yeah. It was just, a, it, it was, was like, like the, a, fist of Kanchu, the fist of Kanchu over and over again. <laughs> yeah. It keeps punching himself. And, uh, then we cut back over to the star brand child again, and she keeps charging up, cut back to, Blade saying, listen, we need the sun, but there are way too many moons. So then Mark finishes his prayer and shows up with the group. And now he's like, I am the fist of the Phoenix. 
So it wasn't Galactus. It was terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying <laughs> because at the beginning of the first episode, the first issue, he says the Phoenix Force wasn't available. I guess this entity that he saw that was telling him he was praying to the wrong god basically gave him the ability to just summon the freaking Phoenix Force. Yeah. You know, which is another cosmic entity that can just, you know, just, you know, just wreck shop, you know, in layman's terms. So that's in the end of the, terms. in layman's terms, it gives you really powerful. I mean, it's like <laughs> more powerful than Carol at the end of Endgame, just coming and destroying yeah. all of Thanos' fleet and everything. Oh, yeah. So the last issue, 30 song is called Phoenix Moon Song. And. The star child is sitting there and she is burning bright. She is pretty much the sun because it's canceling out all of the moonlight. Uh And this is weakening Kanshu. And Moon Knight, who is now powered by the Phoenix Force, shows up. And I just wrote, he knocks Kanshu the F out. Yes. Like he just, (laughs) no. Like enough of you, old white man. You're done. (laughs) Get him out of the picture. And. He just, that's when he even says, listen, get the star child or star brand child out of here. And Tony starts to power up to get, and he's like, listen, I said, go, you got to get out of here. And this is just sort of an ominous thing. Like, and so starts the age of the fist of the Phoenix. It's like, oh my God, we're going to have so much just, what is going on here? What are normal people on earth thinking right now? Like, what is their life like at this moment? I'd like another perspective. In a world of superheroes, they might just be like, eh, well, there's like no Uh, sun. Just another day. pyramids all over Manhattan again. (laughs) It's going to be, I know Haley hasn't seen Free Guy. But the scenes where the people are just walking around Free City, where all this other stuff is happening around them, and they're walking around their business, you know, their day, their shops getting robbed. Oh, it just happens. You know, that's that's why I assume like what Earth and is like at this time with all this stuff that's going around. Yeah. So we go back to New Thebes City, and Kanchu unleashes the full power of all the knights' temples, which are the mummies and the moon priests and the werewolf guards, and he's just like, burn it all. Has to, you know, it's like if I can't have this, then no one can. And so, you get nuts. Yeah, you want to get nuts? Look at nuts. <laughs> then Kanchu attacks Black Panther. Kanchu goes to release the spirit of vengeance that he has, and Robbie Reyes shows up, and he's like, "Listen, I want my power back." This isn't yours. You can't have it. It just seems like it's mine. Yes. This is, even though he even says, and we always know when, when he's embodied by this and is using it, it hurts. It hurts really bad, (laughs) but it is just the, the way that it has to be done. So Black Panther helps and he retrieves the Ankhs that belong to Danny and to Strange so that he can have the powers given back to them when they're, they're fully ready to go. So now cap and blade and she Hulk who were on the mission to find T'Challa, they find him, but then they walk in and Cap's like, Oh dear, crap. You're already rescued. As so usual. Like, he's rescued himself. <laughs> yes. He's a day late and a dollar short. So black <laughs> Panther. <laughs> yeah, at least you tried. <laughs> The cool thing then is Black Panther gives the Ankhs to Jessica Walters Jennifer. and 
or just sorry, Jessica Walters was the mom on um, Arrested Development and the mom on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a multiverse. <laughs> Archer, Archer, Archer. Jennifer Walters and Blade. And so now we've got the Iron Hulk. Yes. Because Hulk is just like Iron Fist and Hulk yeah. and Blade, the Sorcerer Supreme, because he got the powers of Doctor Strange with that Ankh right now. And I don't really know what the point. I mean, they're just there to probably just like take care of all of the, the werewolf guards and the mummy police and all those I guys. So. Because the sun, yeah, they have to finish because Kanchu is pretty much done. The, the sun is rising. Kanchu is falling. Moon Knight is above Earth. And he is just thinking about and wondering if he should destroy his quote unquote, this deformed parasite that is human civilization. So all of a sudden now he's got this power. And I think that that has to be more of the Phoenix force taking over him saying, yeah, you know, we need a full reset. Like whispering to him, like destroy yeah. it, burn it all. No. <laughs> At that time, because it was with him, he has realized that Mjolnir just got summoned out and it's not hanging around him anymore. <laughs> and Mark sort of takes over because he's like, I can't believe I even considered genocide. And then he really has lost his mind. And this is not, <laughs> this is not the saga of the dark moon night. No. So he breaks the spell of darkness and he reignites the sun. And he goes, my name is Mark Spector. I wear white. So the bad guys will see me coming. And then Thor gets Mjolnir breaks free. And <laughs> he's unhappy. <laughs> he, he's, he's like, yeah, you remember what you said before? He's like, now my mallet of moon rock shall disrespect your face. <laughs> and Moon Knight's like, yeah, I guess I deserve this. He just takes it. He just takes it. He just, you know, we'll get to that in a second. But Kanshu is sitting there pleading. And he's like, listen, the devil is going to kill all of you. You got to listen to me. This is not over. The devil's going to kill all of you. So <laughs> Black Panther reads him as like Miranda writes. Like he arrests Kanshu. They we arrest Kanshu. They arrest him. That is actually probably mm -hmm. the silliest thing that happens. In yeah. That was the one that sort of just like, because they have that scene where like all, all of them are standing together sort of yeah. over him. It was like very this, OG Avengers over Loki. <laughs> over Loki. That's what I was just going to say where Hawkeye's pulling the bow on him. Yeah. But they ended up taking him and they, they put him on a prison on Asgard. So he is, you know. In yeah, prison. All right, that's solid. <laughs> um, back where Mark is, he is laying in this crater that he created by having his face demolished and slammed into Earth, and it looks like he's on some island. And he's <laughs> As sitting I there. Put it, Thor beat the phoenix out of Mark. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. He beat it. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. When phoenix was written. It starts with the letter F. <laughs> like Thor beat the F out of Mark. But he's sitting there and he's like, he's still having visions of this coming horror. They're still roaming in his head. And the threat of Mephisto is still out there. And then he goes, well, the age of Kanchu couldn't stop Mephisto, but maybe the Phoenix can. And so then we go up back up to the moon and we go to the, the summer's house and Jean Grey is there and she feels the Phoenix, but she's just like, listen, this is not for me, but who? And then Wolverine shows up and he's like, listen, whatever it is, I'm just going to sit here. He's like, I got these six blades. I'm going to help 
finish whatever this is. And that is the end of the Age of Kanshu run. So if you want to keep reading what's going on, I read like the first half of the next issue right away. Because I, I I read this long time, like a couple years ago when it came out. And it was such a thrilling and just like, oh my God, this is such a cool like story to tell. But yeah. never saw like afterwards because Mark's just like, okay, I'm Moon Knight again. And all the other pictures are kind of and like. And all my bones are broken. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I about broke every single bone in my body. But he's just like, hey guys, what's going on? He's like, seriously, you're still here? Do you know what you just did to us? <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that was that again. (laughs) That was that. that. I mean, just overall thoughts of reading this as far as like a, it's a, it's a comic. It's a, it's a five issue comic run that, I mean, I, I loved it. I just loved how it was. It's wild. Yeah. (laughs) I think it's what we can come to expect though, from anything we read by Jason Aaron, like we were saying at the beginning, he writes some far out stuff and. So far, this is on brand. <laughs> and it's it's engaging to the point that you want to keep reading. You want to know yeah. more about what is going on. You want to know how this this story was encapsulated with what we covered because it was focused and we're doing a spotlight on Mark Spector Moon Knight, not on Phoenix Force or on Mephisto, but that happens to be the byproduct of what happens after the fact. So- I think yeah. I, I have a couple more. I don't think we're going to have any lull or downtime in the near future because there's so much stuff coming up and our schedule <laughs> is kind of full. But I would like to revisit some Moon Knight titles in the future, especially with I don't think that once the series is done, he's going to be, you know, Spectre is not going to it'd be long for him to be away from our minds on either Disney plus or on the movies or something, he's going to be some part of something They'll They'll find a way, even though right now at this point, Moon Knight is pretty much the furthest. It's only halfway done, but it's the furthest away from a Marvel series because there's really no indication that this even takes place in the MCU, which is kind of cool. It's not relying on anything other than Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. And those guys are you know, acting the crap out of it's, it's, it is such, I mean, it's yeah. just, again, if you're not watching the show, I, I won't even say anything more than that. Watch the show. You should. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we'll it, say. It, yeah. It is just, it's, it's good. And it leaves you just being like, just, I have a feeling that this next episode four is just going to be like, what is going on here? Yeah. Cause that is the end of the second act. So this was, if you thought right. the end of episode three was sort of like a big, Oh my God, I have a feeling the end of episode four, because there were a couple Easter eggs that you could check out, especially when it comes to the Egyptian God. And he had, there was Easter eggs that were in plain sight that has to do with other characters and actually a character that we had a discussion of who he is in mm-hmm. one of our first episodes of source pages. So again, excellent run. Check it out. If you haven't, if you, I mean, I'm hopefully our recap of the story, you know, engaged you guys enough to go read it if you haven't. So I've had okay. some people tell us recently that like, listen, I listen to your show because it's cool for your guys recaps. But then when you're saying it and I'm listening to you, I want to actually go read the stuff then. So, Yay. I mean, in reading the four- is amazing for your mind. Yeah. And I mean, yes, comics are not the same comics as they've been. Comics are, you know, people that dismiss comic book writers and they're not 
artists or, you know, storytellers or whatever, don't listen to the people. Those people are not your friends if they tell you that. <laughs> those people so, don't have friends. No, I'm just yeah. <laughs> but probably. <laughs> those people are Bill Maher. I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. I, still, I still never got over that fact, but he basically condemned people that were mourning the loss of Stan Lee when he died. Like he was just, he was a comic book writer. And I'm like, you just lost a fan. You don't go after Stan <laughs> yeah. Lee like that. He was beloved by millions, but anyways. Mm, rough um, stuff. Yeah, that was our episode. What are we covering next week? Oh, we're doing We're doing our week, America Chavez primer. America Chavez. Yes. Where is yep. man, it's the multiverse of madness is only like Two and a half weeks away. I mean, it'll be two weeks from this Thursday that it comes out. It's so close. And there hasn't been any, like I have, I guess there was like another 30 second, like little, (gasps) I I didn't read it. it. I didn't see it. (laughs) Didn't see anything. I don't want to know. All I heard was that something like so many X amount of characters die, but it really might not be that important because of the multiverse and everything. So, but yeah, it's coming up really close. So happy. Yep, so next week we're doing America Chavez, Made in the USA, which is from 2021, issues one through five. Just to recap, because we posted those kind of a long time ago at this point. Right. And so if that was 2021, there's not going to have a page that pops up where it's a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. So, uh, <laughs> but maybe I, I re- there should be. <laughs> I've re- I've read it already, so it's uh, it's really cool. It's it's a good primer. You to already know. did the homework. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> what I've been doing Such lately is, is well, I read it and then I go back and read it again and take the notes for the the podcast. So I'm not. I see. You sort of know because before what I was doing, you know, we're relatively new to this. We're still only this is our what thirty eighth episode, thirty seventh, thirty fifth. Yeah, we're still relatively new at doing this, and so what I would do before is just read it and take notes and realize that. I have way too many notes and it's stuff that really doesn't matter. So now that yeah. you sort of know what we're going into, you don't really have to tell every single bit of minutia like, oh, and he was reading this book and he had this going. It's just like, yeah, you know, otherwise we're going to have a four hour podcast and a, I know you don't want to listen to that, the listeners and B, I don't want to edit that, <laughs> you know, anyways, I mean, this I one's actually going to be running long for us, but I think it's Haley making up for the fact that she had a week off. So, oh yeah, it's my fault totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't ramble that, like about Moon Knight, who's still it's solidifying. He might actually jump up to my number one. He might take over. Sorry, Norrin Rad. You know, <laughs> I still love that character, but it's but Moon this Knight just is, like makes it better. This makes it better. The TV show, I still yeah. got. You know, that's what I meant. The TV show. Fin Fang Boom is still up there, but I don't know if we're ever going to see him in anything. So Fin Fang Boom family. There we go. So anyways, oh, um, what's our socials? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow our Facebook page and follow the Stranded Panda Facebook group and find out about everybody at strandedpanda.com. Yep. There's Star Wars, Star Trek animation, movies, television shows, all that good stuff. Uh, check me out at that just sounds weird me saying that check me out <laughs> i am on you the said it. <laughs> i am joining matthew carroll on what is being called midnight moon night where we watch moon night episodes right when they drop that is the theory and then recording an episode of the mcu cast as an instant reaction so when you wake up in the morning like normal people would there's already a podcast drop for that so 
this week will actually be live on Twitch at 7 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Stranded Panda, that's the twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV. And we will be doing a live show. So if you have questions, jump in there. We'll do our best to answer all the questions. And that's it. So anyways, Haley, welcome back. It was... Thank you. It was actually kind of weird if you noticed, like when I did the intro last week, I'm like, oh, Haley's not here. <laughs> it's the first time that we didn't have both of us on the show, but you know, it's the show must go on, I guess. I definitely did miss you. Happen. Yeah. So anyways, with that being said, remember two things, be excellent to each other and never judge a book by its movie. Love you 300. Thank you for listening to Source Pages, a reading collective, a proud member of the Stranded Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email sparkpodcast at gmail.com. That's spark with a C. Or follow us on Twitter at SourcePagesCast. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandedpanda.com or join the great community that is the Stranded Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash spchat. And remember, let reading spark your imagination.